All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from the Lodge. My name's Will DeFreeze. To my right, David Ruff. Can I share a little story from last week that I don't think we've talked about? Sure. Because I, I missed last Thursday's pod. More on that later. Um, so I was standing out there talking in our in our lobby here at our office, talking to uh, our old lawyer pal, mm-hmm. Tim, who has a place in this office complex. And... I'm dressed wearing like uh, some some joggers, like a, a t-shirt, a hat, and um, my my Jordan One Lucas. I yeah. I was just giving a run. Like I, they haven't got much play. They've been in quarantine. They've been isolating. Yeah, you've been no one no one's been hornier to get a fit off with their new Lucas than like you've been. So we we just were talking like right there, and uh, a young lady from one of the offices next door walked up to me with the trash bag. And asked if I was the maintenance guy and was like, do you know where I can, you're the maintenance guy, uh, where can I throw this away? And I was uh, very surprised with how gassed up I felt. That's such a bold assumption to make about somebody. I, I, you know I, I was mean? like, no, I was like, I get that a lot. And she, she didn't, she kind of was embarrassed and she walked off and didn't say anything. Like, didn't say a thing, like just in defeat. But I was like, she if she's listening, like that was the biggest compliment you could have ever given me. <laughs> the fact that you thought I was... Competent enough to be a maintenance man to do some like actual man work Dude, around here. Like no one's wearing fresh J's out the box <laughs> straight to their maintenance gig. No, it's not happening. No, do they have any creases on them? There's no creases. See, like he's worn them like once a, before. Like I need. How would I even kneel on those to yeah, like, like to like you know check under the sink or something? Yeah, like you. Yeah, you can't go down and fix a pipe with Lucas on. <laughs> uh, I was. I went to a bar one time. It was a ski. It was a ski area, and I was skiing. And I had a red fleece, and the red fleece, I would uh, I would wear it as a layer. And what I learned at the ski area that I didn't go to all that often is that the, the uniform for that same place is just the exact same red fleece and black pants. So my black snow pants and red fleece just made me look like I worked there. <laughs> I had, like, people hailing me down for, like, a drink order, and it's like, no, dude, I don't, I don't work here. Stop. Funniest is when you see somebody who looks like, the, like a waiter at Olive Garden. I don't know why. It's just like a funny thing. Like, dude, are you uh, you serving breadsticks, bro? Dude, yeah, I'll take some breadsticks right now. Are they doing curbside? It's hard to say. When someone does uh, khakis and a navy blazer and a tie, oh o- my god, over a white shirt and you, which is like the pledge, pledge uniform. yeah, the pledge uniform. Universal. That one's always funny. Oh, we got a lineup later, buddy. What's going on here? See, I'm glad I hey, don't. You guys think are fucked. About that. <laughs> You're fucked tonight. <laughs> Oh man! But you're just at a wedding, just pump faking dudes, like <laughs> making fun of their outfit. You guys are so fucked, dude. That the blazer with khakis and a white shirt is is a look that just maybe outside of John Duda, it just it's a look that you shouldn't wear after well, like eighteen. After like, dude, you're the initiated. thing is, like after your confirmation, <laughs> like that's probably what I, what I would have worn to our rehearsal dinner in Michigan had we like had we done it there. I probably would have been wearing that exact same thing because I don't have it in my head that that's what pledges wear. Before you acquire your first like real suit, that's as nice. That's the nicest you can look. Though. Yeah, that's like you know, yeah. as an eighteen-year-old, that's fancy for you. Every kid gets a, or not every kid, but growing up, like you have like that uh, your go-to blazer with the gold buttons mm-hmm. that makes you look like a Spalding in Caddyshack. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just are just it. It's some cheap brand, and, like, you look like a bootleg Ralph Lauren model. And then you get to the age where your dad starts being like, well, I can just start giving you my hand-me-downs. And I'm like, well, Dad, like, my dad started doing it to me. And I'm like, Dad, like, 
our bodies are kind of shaped differently. No offense. And also like the style is a little different these days. I can't just walk in with like an MJ fitting suit on at church. That's not yeah. going to be like a good look for me. Like I'm, people, my friends are going to make fun of me in this. <laughs> I used to try my dad's suits on when I was a kid and slick my hair back and walk out and say I was Pat Riley. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty sick. Wish I could still do that, but I'm balding, so not to bring it down, but what's up, Dylan? Oh wow. I forgot that we haven't done that yet. Four forty four. Uh hey guys. Very happy to be here. A wild weekend. We'll get into it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um but very happy to be here. Like I said, I got the homie with me again. Uh schools are not open yet, or summer day camps I should say are not quite open yet. So uh he's with me out there on the iPad, just going to town on it. It's a good day, you know. You love to hear it. Yeah, he's not flexing very hard at his outfit today. No, I let I let him pick out his outfit today, and he he put on those pants. I was like, it's gonna be a little bit warm outside. He goes, Daddy, these are really comfortable. I was he's like, you like, know what? I, all right, I respect that. So uh, do your thing. Uh, that's that's good fathering right there. Yeah, you're allowing live, him man. to get a fit off without without you know you weighing. That's in. that's his version of a fit. Yeah, a little oversight. Sure. Is he going to look back at his like Supreme shirt and be like, what, was, what were my parents doing? <laughs> I don't know. Or is I he going to look know. back fondly on it like we do with like Stussy and like, Umbros? Like, man, that was so swagged out back then. I feel like the Stussy and Umbro stuff was my doing. Like I got to pick that stuff out. But before that, I was just wearing like cheap pullovers that said like soccer on them and like had like a, an embroidered soccer ball. We had some brand, I don't know what it was, but it had a frog on it. That was it wasn't Peace Frog. It was not Peace Frog. Oh. It was like it was like if Peace Frog had a couple beers and got like a little wild with it. But we started wearing this like soccer. it was all soccer gear and these frogs were kind of just wild ass and we would just wear that. I just thought it was the tightest shit in the world. My mom always begged me to wear a, a polo shirt and to comb my hair back. Mm-hmm. So I used to just let it either had like it spiked when I was a kid or I let it f- just fall in my face and she was like, "Please just brush it back one time for me." We had a kid that started he, – he moved to our place. He immediately became one of our friends in our friend group. And he would wear a button-down and khakis tucked in every single day to school. And immediately upon my dad meeting this kid, my dad was just like, why can't you dress more like Andrew? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, dad, this is ridiculous. I can't be wearing this to school every day. Like, what? I'm supposed to go skateboard after school and my button-down tucked in? Andrew's like, no. a boner, dad. No, dude. he was Andrew was tight, but I was like, I, 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 why is he doing this? He Before his time, man. Remember, like, senior year, he showed up to school one day in, like, a T-shirt, and everybody was just like, oh, what are you doing, Andrew? <laughs> Damn, and Andrew. Andrew snapped. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't back at it again, though. He was just he was just yeah. doing his own thing. It was, uh, fourth grade, I was probably one of the more popular kids oh, at that time. Flex. And uh, I remember nice, when a new kid came in, Marcus. and You just beat the piss out of him? No, no, dude. He would have whipped my ass. He... His hair, he did the thing where he had it shaved all the way up on the left side and then, like, parted and then combed over to the other side. That's hard. And and he had, like, under the other side shaved also, but the hair was long enough to cover that. Skater vibes. He's so a skater. He wasn't even a skater, though. Oh. And, like, he just had this haircut, and he immediately was, like, the bad boy of fourth grade. Hell and, like, yeah. I lost – like, people, like I, – I could feel, like, me losing eyeballs. Like, I was like, oh, what, what's going on? Yeah. What am I doing? Dude, there, I, I remember one time – I it was I think it was first or second grade and I was always kind of known in in my class as a kid that was good at drawing, and then this this new kid came in his name was Delos, 
and he was the be- he was the best artist in our class, hands down, no no questions asked. I didn't know what to do. I was like, my identity just got stripped of me because Delos just rolled into class, just like drawing up a storm. Is that the only other person you've ever heard with that name besides yes. Delos Dodds? Delos Dodds, yeah. I'll tell you guys. I don't want I don't want people to like go go check this kid out or anything. I don't know what he's up to these days. But when I tell you his last name off air, you're gonna be like, damn, this guy's hard. It's a tight name. Yeah, he he was cool. Delos, dude, we got big news right now. Big news, Dylan. Oh wow, sorry that that was my cue. I totally missed it. Uh, we have a new sponsor alert. New sponsor. I feel like you're not putting as much into your new yeah, sponsor alert stuff. You, you caught me totally off guard here. Alerting. New sponsor. Yeah, it's not really new that. New sponsor alert. If that alert goes off on my phone, I'm snoozing that yeah, notification. I get it. About I, my I dropped the ball here. Yeah. Well, Nonetheless, I'll, we have a new sponsor. I'll tell you what you shouldn't snooze on. And we're talking about cross rope. These days, we're all looking for ways to stay fit while we're spending more time at home. Cardio machines aren't exactly motivating. And the cost of home gym equipment can add up fast. Well, luckily, we found a cool different way to get a great workout <clears throat> for a fraction of the cost. It's called cross rope, the sleek Weighted jump rope system that makes working out at home fun. Can I tell you that I've used this? And um, so it comes in, they, they sent us four different ones, mm-hmm. four different weights. You know, I, here I am thinking I'm this, this badass. I went straight for the heavy ones first. Oh, I got. I think I got profiled because I only got like two. I think <laughs> they, they saw a picture of me and they were like, oh, he doesn't need he the heavy, heavy weights. He can't handle the big boys. Yeah, I definitely only got two. Let me tell you that the heaviest one they sent me, I don't even know if it's the heaviest one they make, but it's the heaviest one they sent me. It is an intense workout. It lights up your upper body and your arms. Your forearms are just going crazy. I had a downgrade after like three sets of them. I was like, I, I don't know if I can handle these right now. I'm not quite me. ready. Yeah. But I was gassed at the end of it. Wow. It's a great workout. Yeah, you can get a killer workout in just 30 minutes. It combines the intense cardio of jumping rope with the full body resistance training so you can get strong and stay healthy at home or anywhere else. I recommend buying an accompanying uh, full body mirror. Just so you can do like the, you can feel like a boxer and like stare ah. at yourself as you're doing it. Like get a little crazy with it, with the footwork. Maybe uh, hike them up a little bit, get the knees high, go real hard. And then, man, they're, uh, your forearms, the weighted one, man, you feel it like where yeah. the forearm connects to the bicep. Uh-huh. You don't really get that with a regular jump rope. But on this, yeah. man, you're getting a little, little workout there. Great cardio, man. Really? Killer cardio. Killer cardio. High Kill- intensity. Killer cardio. High intensity. H-I-I-T. Is what they call it. Yeah, that's that's how interval it's known training to most. Right. They're reinventing the home workout experience. The weighted ropes give better feedback, which makes it easier for beginners to get started and learn. These are durable steel ropes, ergonomic handles, patented fast clip system. Get free anytime access to quick workouts and fun challenges with the cross rope apps as well. So you can p- pursue your fitness goals wherever you are, even at home. So if you're ready for a new cardio and full body home workout. Visit crossrope.com slash circling back. Get up to $40 off crossrope sets plus free shipping. When you check out today at crossrope.com slash circling back, that's C I R C L I N G B A C K, crossrope.com slash circling back. Kilocadio. Kilocadio. Did I tell you all about the Kilocadio guy? You told me the other day, and I, I truly did enjoy it. Uh, there's this 20, 15 minute YouTube bodyweight workout, like it's all legs, and uh, I was doing it early on in the in the quarantine or whatever, and like there are these two guys, Scott something or other from Boston, and then he's got this other dude from like Alien Fitness, like there's these YouTube channels that have like hundreds of thousands of followers, mm-hmm. and they're just total juice heads. I love them, and uh, they're doing this workout, and they're, it's like real high intensity and no rest, and like 
they're both so Boston, it's amazing. And like just like off to himself, like while they're resting, like doing the ten second rest, the one guy who like clearly doesn't do a lot of cardio, he just kinda like looks off to the side, not even trying to say it so it can be heard, he just goes, Kill a cardio. Kill a cardio. Kill a cardio. You guys mind if we get serious for a sec? Yeah, I think we probably should. Dave, you uh, put up a, I don't know, what do you want to call it? I don't want to call it like a statement, but you put up some thoughts that are we all share on the Patreon yesterday. Open to everybody if you want to go check it out at patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. Damn, it's, was it a column? It's not behind the paywall. Just just to no, get that out there. It is you know not behind the paywall. You know what's funny about that? I had that thought, like, I was like, man, we don't really have anywhere else. I, I'm not going to do this in the notes app. Um, and I don't want to just do, like, two or three tweets. I don't want to do a tweet thread. Um so, but I was like, man, is it, people are going to see that it's on Patreon. Are they going to think we're trying to, like, direct eyeballs to our Patreon? And I was like, man, I really don't have any other option. So No, no, you didn't. We could have put it on the wash site, but, like, honestly, putting it on Patreon. We do columns on Patreon on occasion. Yeah, and, and doing it on the Patreon is much more efficient when it comes to getting direct feedback from, like, our most valued people. We value all of our listeners but oh, that's true. Part of the part of the thing that we like on Patreon, it just going there and having the comment section there, having a bunch of people that get notifications for it. It's just a lot easier for us to do it that way. Sure. Yeah. Um, if I stumble through this at all, like I apologize. I didn't have the best night's sleep. Just kind of kept waking up, little things. You know, Randy woke up with Randy taking up like two thirds of the bed somehow. Oh. As, as someone who wakes up with Rosie with her butt on one pillow and her yeah. face on the other pillow, Sally and I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I on this, like, we're, <clears throat> you know, we're a serious pod, or we're not a serious podcast. We, we um, often will go, in, you know, back and forth from serious topics like this to something like I reference, like human decanting or, yeah. I don't know, killer cardio. But... Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week with the murder of George Floyd. Um, and it came up because we saw something trending on Twitter. We didn't know what it, we were like, why is that trending? And then, so we talked about it briefly and then we jumped into something else, which is fine. But it's like, man, I feel like that didn't do it justice. So I wanted to put it down just so it's like, it's clear because we may not always strike the right note in here. And it's, it's, in, at least that's how I view it. Like I'm self-conscious about that. Well, for me on Wednesday, when we talked about it, I, when I woke up that morning and when I started preparing for the show, when I was in here, I wasn't even looking at the internet. Like I, I, I have yeah. bouts of time when I'm not really looking. It was fairly fresh too. Dylan was the first person to be like, you, I remember you were on your laptop and you were like, oh my God, this is awful. And then the second I saw it, I was like, oh, like, I mean, I, it was indescribable. And I feel bad because I didn't really say anything and as someone who as like I was talking to Sally yesterday and, and I said to her, I was like, I don't like getting political. I don't like talking about these serious topics because I'm not always that educated in it. I'm not always the best orator when it comes to talking You're about afraid something. of saying something that can be misconstrued exactly. and people will take the wrong way. And the way that Sally rolling. said it to me yesterday before we posted anything, she was like, well, this is like even though there are political views on this, like taking an anti-racism stance is not political. Yeah. That's right. And so it was like, and, and she kind of, 
I don't want to say she convinced me because I was planning on doing something. I just didn't know what I was going to do yet or say yet. And this was mainly from Scaries because I'm the only person that runs that account. It's like the biggest account. And I, we had already talked briefly between the three of us about Dave doing something for circling back. And the more I talked about it with her, the more I was like, okay, like she's right. Using your platform for good is something that I try to do during coronavirus. It's something that uh, I hadn't put too much thought into through the weekend just because work wasn't on my mind. But yeah. then it became very evident to me that silence is just as <clears throat> difficult to sure. grapple with than like saying it, the wrong thing. It goes completely against my nature to speak out on things. Like I just – it's easy for me to just sit back and let other people do it and, and get the word out. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with what the person has to say. I just totally against my nature. Um, we do have a platform, though. I mean, enough people care about what we have to say that they subscribe to our podcast and they even pay us money for, you know, our, our premium content and they follow us on social media. They care enough about what we have to say to where it kind of becomes a duty at some point to like, mm-hmm. Like you said, not speaking out or not saying anything, it, you're complicit to some extent. Yeah. So it becomes your duty at some point to be like, look, this is not right. We acknowledge that. Just so you guys know, we're we're behind you, that kind of thing. Um, it, it's starting like you, using your using your platform for good. It becomes a duty at some point. Exactly. Um, it's funny, like our our platform, our small to mid size uh, platform, but one that has like a great audience, highly engaged. Um, I was thinking about doing it on Friday and then Saturday. And like, I was like, man, I just couldn't like, I couldn't get in the right headspace to like say what I wanted to say. And then part of me was like, man, there's so many more intellectually, you know, gifted people with takes on this that can put it into words. And like, you know, actual like people of color saying things about this that like are way better at it than I could be. And then at the same time, it's like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta put something down. And then yeah, so yes, I guess that was yesterday. Just did a did it. I haven't written in forever. I haven't written anything, and it was in- interesting to dust off the old uh, pad and paper. But whew, yeah, blowing blow the fingers a little Seriously, bit. Seriously, man. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for G tuning it. <laughs> Good to go. It's a really obscure Grand X reference. Yep. G two G. G two G. Only remote writers will yeah. understand this reference. <laughs> I was waiting for Dylan to hit me back and be like, uh, "There's no featured image." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the featured image is messed up on this. Uh, your title is kind of trash. Do you mind changing it? You forgot a. That was the thing. I, I, you can, you can criticize me for the cop out on the title. I didn't. I couldn't. I, I sat there for like twenty minutes, like laboring over title, and I was just like, "Yeah, update." Yes, it is kind of like people might be like, "Oh, company update," and it is a little bit false advertisement, but like it got more eyeballs, so the utility of it, yeah, worked. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for the feedback. I mean, it was it's important to us and. It would be weird if we. It would be weird as a comp, as a as a podcast that doesn't like or that gets ninety percent of our material from Twitter to not talk about the biggest thing going on in Twitter. Well, and I I like that you also included the fact that we rely heavily on black culture for the show. It's a black like black culture is something that we've always all. It's affected our lives. I mean, like whether it's the media that we take in, whether it's the the things that we watch, anything, just anything. The yeah. style that we have. We like, love it. Yeah, it's 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 something that, like, we all feel strongly toward. And so to not say anything, it's like, okay, well, we'll support black culture when things are going great. Yeah. But it's kind of, a, like you said, a duty to say something now. And I get a little uncomfortable talking about race, and that is because I was raised 
I mean, I, I, it's not because of anyone, but it's because I was raised in an environment where it was not a diverse environment. It was not an environment where I learned a lot about race at an early age and was like, it wasn't normal to me to be in a diverse place. Yeah. And so it's always been a little more difficult for me because even though I don't feel like I share any of these, uh, like racist sentiments that other people have out there, it's. I, I have never fully been educated enough to speak on it in a way that I feel is eloquent and serves the proper purpose of speaking out. And so I began just sharing things and ways people can help. But even though I'm, I was doing that, I still just don't feel like it's enough. And so I don't know. Sorry. I don't really know where I'm going with no, that. No, but no, it's no. Just, it, I, I hope people can understand that like for me, I am trying to become more educated. I'm trying to have an understanding of the struggle that black people face that is just there, that they were yeah. born with that. And so it's just hard. I'm guilty of when something like this happens, when obviously the George Floyd thing, if something like this happens and there's a, a great injustice injustice committed against you know, a black person and makes the news, I read about it, I'm like, that's really sad. That's really upsetting. I feel for his friends and his family or her friends and her family. And then I just kind of go about my life. You know, I don't, I don't really do much about it or speak out about it. And that's because I'm just comfortable in my life and it doesn't really affect me directly, which obviously speaks to the privilege, you know? Yeah. No, that it, it's like, I don't, I don't have to face these things on a daily basis like these people do. And it's, I'm guilty of it and I admit it. And I think I need to do better about it. Um, it goes against my nature, but that's not really an excuse. We have a platform, and we kind of we owe it to people listening to say something. Mm -hmm. But don't you think we should stick to human decanting? <laughs> the other thing is, like we we're we try to do comedy, right? We joke around. We, we try very hard. We bullshit, and so part of me is like, we do try. people really care about what the the human decanting guy has to say about? You know, <laughs> you know, injustice going? and inequality. I mean, does do people care? But people do because yeah. they, they know they know that we we know how to get serious and we we're smart guys and we have we have things to yeah. say too. It's mm -hmm. not all about it's not all jokes. Yeah, I mean, like it's yeah. I mean, it's one thing to like retweet stuff and people can see like how you feel about it based on that. It's another to like actually say it yourself. And even if you don't say it in the most eloquent way, which I don't think I did, but I, you know, I think, I hope that my intentions were uh, taken for what they were. Well, from the feedback that I saw, I think people did like what you said. And coming from my perspective as somebody who was kind of unable to put things into words yesterday, reading what you wrote, I was like, okay, I'm really glad that Dave took the reins on this yeah. because what you said struck the right notes it, it it i felt comfortable using that as the i guess i don't want to say statement but or i guess it, it was a statement i guess as an update or as you as you referred to it Dave. an update yeah. an update from the company and so it's just I'm, I'm glad that you were there because clearly i i just am having trouble kind of putting everything to words yeah another part of me that it just holds back is i i'm afraid of upsetting people like with my good intentions like I, I'll, I'll if I say something that I think like I'm trying to get my my thoughts across and in support of everything you you look you hop on Twitter and you see people who will you know share their thoughts and then it'll be 90% of people who agree with it like oh well said blah 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 and then 10% have a problem with it 
and they're just ripping these, this person apart who had good intentions. And even this, the thing that we put out, we had a couple people who were like not into what we said, and mm-hmm. it pissed them off. And so, I don't know. It's it's just tough to get your thoughts out there sometimes. You know, that's not an excuse, but part of the reason I I posted what I posted on Scaries, I posted a quote from somebody else, and. I just put my thoughts in the caption, even though they weren't as that eloquent, but it kind of speaks to what you're saying now. And it's how I have kind of felt. It's that don't ignore what's happening because it makes you uncomfortable. Not everyone has to be an activist, but ignoring the conversation is a dangerous privileged position. The second I read that, I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's, that was kind of what I read in order to stop me from being worried about saying something for fear of saying the wrong thing when it makes way more sense to say something and get the thoughts out there because and honestly i was well i don't think i deserve i i don't think people with platforms necessarily deserve praise for talking about this no and so like when people say like thank you or whatever like it's just share things put your own thoughts out there admittedly i'm trying not to read a lot of the comments because i don't i don't want to get into dialogues with people who are I don't know that's not right because we're by just talking about it on a podcast we're talking to people who might be in the same position as us who might not understand the importance of speaking out on it but I don't know I just it's it's hard to read all the things going on and it's hard to take in all the content that people are putting out there negative or positive true well said I don't know no I was that's I, that's what I, I got yeah yeah Yes. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm so gassed mentally. I get it. I <laughs> not get just it. from not not for like saying like yesterday it was like a labor. Like it was just it's just a lot of different things. It's a lot. I've got diverticulitis. Dude, do you want to talk about your diverticulitis, David? <laughs> Dude, I'm 35. Uh, yeah, so I was out Thursday. It's a that's a weird segue, but I guess I did it to myself. Um, yeah, I was out Thursday. I te- after the live stream Friday or Wednesday night. I messaged Will, because Will and I both drank the same beer, and it was a craft beer, and it was very strong, and it was very good. Shout out Paradox. Yeah. And I hit up Will, and I was like, dude, did that, did that beer upset your stomach? Like, did it make it feel – and Will's like, no, I'm good, man. I actually drank, like, a few more. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I was like, you. when you reached out to me about it, I was like, man, uh, I was like, I get why this could upset Dave's stomach, though, because Dave's not drinking 8% tall boys all the time. I'm not. And I'm not either, but I could see how that could immediately upset my stomach. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, this could hurt. This could hurt, hurt all Davey over here. Well, so I noticed, like, I just had, like, some pain in my lower abdomen. And it felt weird. It was, like, crampy. And it was like, am I about to crap my pants? Like, I was on crap my pants watch all night. <laughs> and it was like, am I gassy? Like, what's, what's this about? And I kind of had body aches. I was like, oh, cool, body aches. That's, you know, where that can go. That can lead down a bunch of different roads. So I, I took... I, t- I did what any normal person would do. I took a high amount of Benadryl and a melatonin and went to bed at like 9.50. And woke up next morning, got like a full night's sleep. But when I went to bed, like when I got under the covers, I was freezing. Took my temperature, didn't have a fever, or at least it didn't show up. And uh, next morning, I-, I messaged y'all. I was like, dude, I can't do the pod. Something's up. And I was thinking like salmonella. Did I not air fry, fry the air enough on Dude, my chicken thighs? We were thinking appendicitis. Yeah, when you told I, us well, I was about to say goodbye yeah. to your appendix. <laughs> so I, I think we talked about it, Dylan. You've had your appendix out. Yeah. And on WebMD, I was looking up stuff, and like appendicitis was a real potential candidate, right? 
And I was like, fuck, that's serious. I got to get, and you know, you got to get to it early. Otherwise it ruptures, right? And it's a big deal. And then you're in serious trouble. So my wife took me to uh, ER, went in. Dude, which by the way, the little ER over by Alamo on Slaughter is sick. Like, Swag? It's all, they're the best. <laughs> it's so clean. It's so like Dude, pristine. Hell yes. They were great. It worked out perfect. There was nobody in there. So they brought me back there, um, checked me out, did a CT scan, and it's a diverticulitis. I don't even. When's the last time you even like did any like swimming or like deep like spearing of fishes or anything like that? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. <laughs> You've always been like a pencil boy too, so I don't understand. Like, I did you're usually sp- not going head first in the water. I did some spelunking not long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So, yeah, man, uh, diver or diverticulitis, as it's known to some, um, it affects the lower abdomen. I guess. I guess like the part of your colon way down there, and. Um, Treat it with antibiotics. It can be caused by diet. She asked me if I eat a lot of red meat, and I was like, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a meatloaf guy on TV. So yeah, like, have you seen me on the Food Network? <laughs> like, yeah, have you have you seen my work across numerous <laughs> platforms? <a> travel Channel. <laughs> oh my my! I got a call yesterday from my mom regarding uh, someone's someone's face being on the Golf Channel yesterday. By the way, your face, yeah. your face, it, yeah. mine and Dylan's. My yeah, the texts are still trickling in from people who haven't heard from in a long time. Golf Channel is getting a lot of run out of that. Yeah, it's other it's other channels too that are airing it. By the way, it's not just Golf Channel. I was fast for, I was fast forwarding through something the other day, some commercials that something I DVR'd and I saw a Bird Dogs commercial come up. I was like, Hold on, Sally, go go back a little. Yeah. Bit. I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> did, you, did you see it? Was it no, a different commercial. Oh, okay, different commercial. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, so I it's 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 not as serious as the appendix. And it's treated. I'm on. I'm nuking my system with anti- two different antibiotics right now, and I'm kind of, kind of out of it from that, man. Antibiotics, I'm is, not a big fan of. And like it, is it weird? Is your body all thrown off right now because yeah. you're so used to probiotics instead of antibiotics? Well, it's I'm cannonballing, man. I'm going anti and pro. I'm worried I'm about supplementing both. All the biotics are like, whoa, what's going on? Hey, He's anti man, now. Whoa, dude, chill. He was pro just dude, a minute chill, ago. Chill I vibes swear. in your gut biome. So, <laughs> ironically, I have the trash gut biome. I was yeah. gonna say, like, do we need to? Like, yeah, dude, start, fuck you. Do we need to start like thinking about that? I feel bad for Dylan. Seriously, this man, time. put some respect I mean, on my gut biome. I mean, Dylan's is still trash. I think he's at an advantage though, because he's actually already had his appendix out. Ah, uh, you might get diverticulitis though. Oh man, come on. I couldn't. All I could do. So, admittedly, I didn't know what diverticulitis was. I'd heard of it. I, it's one of those things that you hear in a commercial. It sounds that like, it's like if you have diverticulitis, disease. don't. It, I mean, it kind of. It, when I looked it up, because to uh, appropriately show sorrow to you and yeah. i looked it up i started learning that it occurs naturally in men over the age of 40 and then i started reading more and i was like okay i i, I now have the appropriate response to dave about his diverticulitis and i think i just said oh man that's tough what a, what a sweetheart i am yeah i, I had never Tuck seen i had never seen that scene. word before so i didn't really know how to i didn't know how serious it was i was like oh, damn man sorry to hear uh i did get a covid test the, the the swab. You got the up the nose thing, right? Oh, yeah. Did you get the results? No, it's backed up. I keep checking the lab corp. They said it, it was supposed to take two days, and now they're like, oh, it could be like five days. I'm Damn. like, I've heard it tickles. A, it tickles. It's not – okay, so they set it up where it's going to be, like, awful. They're like, just to let you know, this is – says it's not a good one. It's a bad – you know, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. I've seen – I'm on Twitter. I do tweets. I've seen the videos. I'm verified. <laughs> she brought it in. Pulled it out, and I thought it was going to be like a thick-ass Q-tip. It's not. It's like a very skinny little thing with like a tiny little flare-out at the end that they just shove up there, and they just twirl it around for like five seconds or less. And it's not that bad. Both sides or just one? Just one. 
makes your eye water and you want to sneeze. And she was adamant. She's like, do not grab my hand when I'm doing this. So apparently they've had issues with people like Did you sit on your hands? Yeah, I was preparing to get myself a stranger. Because, dude, I would have had to sit on my hands. There's there's no way that I would have been able to keep my hand away from like swatting them away or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I... Dikembe. Like, I did I'll not. Get away from the nose. <laughs> I would love to know the story about someone just like grabbing the nurse's hand like, oh, get it out. Yeah, I heard it's not painful. It just it, like, it tickles. And feels, it's, it's a like, weird sensation. It's weird. I think most people... Not to stunt, but I had a, I had a, a deviated septum and I had that surgery done. And um, most people don't realize how far back the sinus cavity goes. Yeah. They never had anything all the way back in there. Um, so I was, I was a little bit ready for it. I've had a camera go back there. But, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. Stomach's about 90%. I was eating uh, – I was on a liquid diet for a couple of days, a lot of bone broth. Uh, cutting face. I was cutting, yeah. I had to make weight. And um, – Looks like my diet will be altered going forward. If anybody, if seriously, I, I wanted to tweet this, but I was like, I don't, I can't tweet this right now. Cause like, it would just, I don't know. It, if anybody has any experience with this or a family member, like, and has any tips on like diet, let me know. Dude, just holler at Dave. I would love to know because dude, it's such a weird feeling in your stomach. And like, I don't want this to happen every month or every year. Like, it's just it's unbearable. Well, now I'm sitting around like, do I have diverticulitis? Like, I I was, I woke up this morning and as someone who had a large amount of barbecue for dinner last night, I was like, oh man, my stomach doesn't feel good right now. Do I have diverticulitis? Like, Dave, am I going to have to miss today's episode and like go take antibiotics? It's like, no, dude, you just ate too much barbecue. Yeah. Apparently I did too, but over like a, my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to me. Um, good news though. I have the honor of getting a colonoscopy very soon. So huge, serious? Oh yeah, huge. Cannot wait. I've oh. never, I've still never had one. Colonoscopy season cannot get here soon enough. I am dreading that hardcore. What, are they, what do they actually do? You put a camera up your up your butthole. Which I mean, we've all been there. Do they numb? Do they numb anything? I don't. I, or do they uh, just like go, go in. Actually, I don't. Know. Can they just knock you out and do it and be like, wake you up? All right, you're done, man. I would prefer if I could get knocked out for every single thing I do at a doctor's office, like. <laughs> if I have anything happen to me, I just just knock me out and do whatever you need to do with my body in order to tell me what I yeah. need to do moving forward. Just have your way with me and, let, and then wake me up. If I'm getting my teeth clean, like give me the laughing gas. Like just put yeah. me put me down, chill me out. Wake me up before you check my butthole. That's good. Wait, you have to get it because of what? It makes my it makes me at ri- more at risk for colon cancer and um, not to get too into it, but. Family history is not okay. great right. for a number of things. So, right. yeah. Okay. So, you know, they say at 40. They say at 40 is like, you know, unless you're at risk, like you should get your prostate checked in, mm-hmm. in some fashion. And I'm, you know, I'm 35. I'm not like Dylan's age or anything. But um, <laughs> I figure now's, not, now's a good time to get it done. Should we just all go do it in solidarity? Let's hold hands. It's like, hey, can you guys get three doctors in the same room? No, we all like... Can we just have Randy go with the We're GoPro? all head, heads together. Like, <laughs> can uh, Randy do it? Yeah, can Randy can just... We hired a video guy for a He's reason. He's got a GoPro. Yeah. That has like the little uh, <laughs> head head mount. That's how like the coronavirus colonoscopy procedure is. It's like, well, do you have any friends with a GoPro? Because we can guide you through FaceTime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, well, Dave, so, I'm uh, glad that you're going to be okay. T's and P's to me, man. It's just real tough. Yeah. Hey, man, we're going to get you through it. It's a tough scene, man. It what? is interesting. Like she told me to get on probiotics, and I feel like I get a good amount of those naturally. But so I bought like this really nice 
over the top central market supplement because I'm like, man, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lose my gut biome to this. And I'm like, does this, how does this work? Because it's like your antibiotics going in there and clearing out all the bacteria, and then you're like overnight throwing in the good stuff again, and then it goes out, and it's like a cycle. It's like, is your gut, and my gut, just like a battleground right now for yeah. biotics, dude? It's just, a, it's a war zone in there, dude. Everyone's <laughs> just bowed up. Like, what's up? Let's do this. The Miz's dad. <laughs> Can we talk about El Negro, the Chilean protest dog? Please, I man. I thought you'd never ask. Did you guys Did you guys see this? Did you guys hear about this? I just saw the, a picture of of this badass-looking dog. I retweeted it. Um, it's from at respectable law, lawyer. No, at respectable law. He is the respectable lawyer, <laughs> if there is such a thing. Wow. <laughs> Come on. And uh, anyway, it's, it's a fun – I think it's a fun thread um, during all this. It's about – uh, what's become like a, a a hero in Chile, and um, it's El Negro Matapacos, the heroic Chilean protest dog, who who hated the police, and uh, apparently he was a stray who began. He would just show up to student protests in 2011. I I honestly I'll admit I don't know the nature of those protests, but um, he gained. Gained fame for never hurting a civilian, but always turned aggressive against the police. The okay, apparently that name translates to black cop killer. Yeah, which I, I that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, it does. I don't think he was. Yeah, it's not what you think. I, he is a black dog. He's Chilean. Yeah, it's different over there. He was fiercely protective of protesters. There's photos accompanying each one of the tweets, and he would like he was in like the shit with the protesters, getting like dude. He was getting um hosed by like the. Uh, you know, the power of the water spray and stuff and getting tear gassed. Oh, yeah. And he wow. was just he was just about it. And there's one. I don't know if you saw this one, Dylan. But he was actually there's just a photo oh. of him <laughs> just mounting another dog oh, in front okay, of like, mid, mid I'm protest. Staring at mid that protest, just just getting in a mid. That's fantastic. <laughs> just bringing a the quick ruckus. mounting. OK, this dog, he might hate cops, but he loves water. Because every time they get the water cannon out, he's just jumping right up in that. Well, stuff. It says he hated the water cannons, but he never retreated. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Respect then. Dogs don't like being sprayed with water. They like trying to get it in their mouth, but I don't think I don't think they love getting sprayed. No, I don't think so. Um, but <laughs> there's just so many photos. He passed away of old age. Aw. But he is like a a borderline saint. Like there's like a translation here: the patron saint of protesters and street dogs. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I just saw that one. Yeah, it's this, really this, good. This is hilarious. I just saw the uh, original. Dude, they have like they have there. like, uh, oh, there's a parade. They're crowd surfing a a giant figurine of yes, El Negro. Of El Negro. That's sick. Like, I, I want to be crowd surfed like this dog. See, man, this dog Will, is really is. Uh, like you a, could be a the, hero. You could be the Chilean protest sock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be the American protest sock? <laughs> We need will in these times. I know. Uh, yeah, man, that's really funny. I don't think I don't think Rosie has this in her. Yeah, I was wondering if Randy was made up of this, and and Randy's just been too pampered. That's my fault. Yeah, Rosie won't even play fetch around other dogs at this point. So it's like, uh, okay, what am I supposed to do? She's not much of a protest dog. Man, they this love is awesome. this dog. This dog's tight, man. Dude, there's even there's like cartoons. Yeah, a true hero. If you are uh, if you are knowledgeable in Chilean history or Chilean uh, politics and know any more about this dog, feel free to chime in, man. I would love to know. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Can we talk about Postmates real quick? Please. I don't know if you guys are like me, but you're probably starting to think about what to eat for dinner or even lunch right now because uh, you guys are just hungry boys constantly. My stomach is grumbling right now. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without even leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside the door. They also have Postmates pickup, which you can use to uh, order takeout from your local restaurants as well. So listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make life easier by picking up everything you need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it outside my door. No, no one wants to go to Walgreens right now. Nah. Like, I'm good. Yeah, when, like, that percentage of your business is, like, a pharmacy, like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to go in there. Yeah, and it's like, oh, but you can wait in line. It's like, yeah, I would love to go get in the line of 20 cars out there. No, just Postmates no, this that's stuff. against my green initiative anyway. Just Postmates it. Postmate. It's the move. Postmate. Yeah, do they? Yeah, do they have an Australian wing that just does that? Like the the receptionist just answers every single time. Postmates. They just throw it. They're like the mailman's in the post. Like throw it down to the post, mate. The English, but I don't know. I've lost it, dude. I'm just trying to order like healthy restaurant local meals. Yeah, me too. For I'll limited- be using this often in uh, with a diet point oh coming soon. Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna have to get real creative now. Yeah. Yep. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code CIRCLING. That's code CIRCLING for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. You guys hear about this Florida high school that held their graduation ceremony on jet skis? I did. I did. Absolutely lit. Uh, I... Th- during the whole coronavirus thing, people have been talking about how bad they feel for these, like, seniors who, like, can't go back to school. Because, like, your second semester senior year, I don't know about you guys, like... It was lit. I didn't lift a finger. No. I almost didn't even... I wasn't even... I almost quit the tennis team just so I could make sure I had nothing I had to even think about. It was an extended vacation, basically. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, if I had to miss, like, walking for my high school graduation, probably wouldn't have been that big a deal in my eyes. I, pro- I actually don't even think I wanted to even walk in the first place because it's just boring. But, like... If they would have told me then, like, hey, what if we did this on jet skis? <laughs> then I'm like, you know what? I would say bring on COVID. You're tickling my fantasy. Somerset. My fantasy. And your fantasy. And my fantasy. Ooh. That is my fantasy. Mm-hmm. Somerset Island Prep in Key West, Florida. You got to think that, like. If you have island in the name of your high school, you know it's it's a situation. Yes. Well, okay. So with the bummer about this, is I was hoping it was like a like one of those massive schools. Like, this is a small school that's doing it. This school, like. It says nearly one dozen now graduates of the public charter school each drove a jet ski to an anchored boat where the school's principal handed them their diploma. The principal handed the students their diplomas with a grabber, through, uh, though in order to ensure social distancing protocols due to coronavirus, blah, 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 everything was, they followed the correct thing. But you remember those grabbers you'd get at the oh, toy yeah. store that just had like the little oh, thing yeah. at the end? That's what he was, my, ha- my he was dad handing out diplomas it. with that. My dad, I think my dad has one to pick up, pick up shit with. Oh, he's just chilling, like yeah. grabbing, grabbing a beer off like the the counter. Yeah, like, here, uh, man, is this the gnarliest graduation ever? Well, so they have a video of it, and I'm not going to play the video because I don't think like 90 percent of the people listening to this are listening and not actually watching on YouTube at youtube.com/slash/watchmedia. I have to say, I w- I thought I was going to hate the video. 
I actually ended up loving it. It also kind of reminded me of Ozark, where they uh, hand out their drugs and Bibles. Dude, the one thing I couldn't get past in Ozark, uh, like along those lines, was the floating church. Is that a thing? Is that real? No. Like the church on a boat, right? Oh, I'm sure it is. Really? I, dude, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Probably. You can do church anywhere, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We did virtual church on Easter morning. You did an e-church? Yeah. We you ever been to a cowboy church before? No. What's that? No, it's a Texas phenomenon that... It's, 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 it's cowboys. It's called cowboy church. And you'll see, if you see, if you're driving on 35, you'll see it trucks with the stickers and it's like a cowboy kneeling with his hat off <laughs> in front of a cross which uh, look i'm not sure cowboys all right it's just uh yeah. very specific a church for a very specific the pews that must people. just be like absolutely ruined with like the like the six shooters just slamming into it all the time <laughs> like all the chaps and everything yeah the spur like you sit you try to kneel at that cowboy church and you're getting a spur right in the tush uh, that, yeah i think i think they're probably they probably don't uh have a, a no weapons policy there it's probably every, just you bring whatever you want every sunday they 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 challenge the, the devil to a duel <laughs> <laughs> at noon they're just sipping they're sipping lone stars instead of doing uh doing communion instead of communion <laughs> bartender whiskey tortilla Neat. chips and lone star god i mean i mean this is a chill situation yes these kids are they're in there all their garb which i don't know how they're keeping the hats on their head because the last like anytime i get on a jet ski the first thought in my head is how fast can i go yeah and like i think my cap would just be long gone yeah no cap like i'm not wearing a cap (laughs) no cap i oh yeah see what i did (laughs) like i'm not that that i don't know how that's staying on like there's video like this this one girl is absolutely like hauling ass yeah, they're just cruising. Is I it, mean, I, was there like buoys that like designated like a no wake zone before the uh, the transfer of the diploma? Dude, if if, if it's my graduation day, I'm saying fuck those buoys. The water just, off of off of Key West, it is so nice. It's emerald green, man. Lo- love to see that, dude. I'm I would be the dude who just comes in hot and just does like a sharp turn and just sprays just spray, all the administration. <laughs> spray everyone on the boat. Your principal. Yeah. Suck on that. Hey, do you want to hear what do you want to hear what Todd German said? Somerset yeah. Academy's governing board chair. Been waiting. Of course, his name's Todd. Yeah, like this this school. It says that it's a public public charter school, but I get a feeling that these kids like this ain't your this ain't your grandma's public school. Okay, it says nearly one dozen now graduates. Was that the entire graduating class, or just one group of people who decided to do this? I don't know. Can you imagine not deciding to do that? That's yeah. Can you imagine saying no thanks? If you're if you're a rising senior right now, are you just like so? What are we doing next year? <laughs> but like he's uh, well, sorry, Todd said the idea of having a jet ski graduation is the perfect example of the innovative mindset that permeates Somerset Island Prep. Go Todd, man! Is that the perfect example? <laughs> yeah, that's right, Todd. <laughs> I feel it, it, it probably the, gets better than that. Like, Todd. The move would be to get your diploma and then just like turn, like do a U-turn and just go back like into the middle of the ocean, fade away into the sun. How did they not hand out diplomas with like message in a bottle kind of things? Ooh, that's oh, the move. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. The police mm-hmm. did it first. Yeah, how do they get the how do they build the little ships inside those bottles? I don't know. I had one as a kid it and blows I would my spend mind. hours just staring at that thing. Like, they had to assemble it inside the thing with like uh tweezers or something. Like how do you I think they're inflatable. I don't think they are, Dave. It just seems really annoying. I always thought that like the people that did the paintings with a, a strand of hair on top of like a needle thing, I was like, what? Why is that what you're dedicating your life to? It's like, dude, no one cares that you created the Mona Lisa on that needle. 
It's literally the least significant thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I just wonder how they do it. Actually, I don't. I want to keep the mystery alive. So if you know, don't tell me. Yeah, if we have any, if we have any uh, ship bottle makers out there, please do not. If you have diverticulitis, reach out to Dave. If you, if you make ships for a living inside bottles, do not talk to Dylan or me. Maybe they make the bottle around the ship. Also, also maybe that's possible. It's hard to say. There's probably the technology there to do that. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed that, like in quarantine, I never, I never had a, a thing that I just did. I didn't learn a new skill in yeah. quarantine. I really wanted to learn like a new skill and come out of this with like you know my head held high and now I'm just kind of playing a lot of FIFA. Yeah, I kind of got into soccer. Yeah, Bundesliga, Dave. Uh, Bundesliga. Oh, Dortmund. You actually watched more soccer this weekend than I did. That might be two weeks in a row. I know. I know. I only caught a little yesterday. I'm sorry. It's just been tough for me. It got away from the uh, team playing Dortmund very quickly. <laughs> Uh, that'll that'll happen. It was uh once once yeah it was just like I was texting you about it and I was like so what's the deal like which one of these teams is like do I need to root for and then I looked up it was two one and it was three one and then it was four one. I I went back and I listened to the time when you guys asked me about like Bundesliga like what its standing is and like everything like that. I could not have done a more terrible job of describing what was going on and I and I very yeah. much apologize. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. It's okay. Can we just pull back the curtain and say what we got going on in here? Yeah. Par- <laughs> Look, I, I got to keep Parks uh, occupied during this, and he, he's been working me since we actually – I got a text from Randy right when we started recording saying, hey, he wants to play on your phone. He's got a bunch of apps, games on my phone that he plays. Oh, we know. And he's been working me this whole time. He keeps like – I look back, and he's peeking his head through the, through the window. I know what he's trying to ask me. And so finally I gave in. So I handed my phone to Dave to pass to, to It was the a no-contact delivery. Mm-hmm. Hey, mash the button. Mid-pod air sip. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can only get that on the video. Dude, Dave just air sipped. Imagine. Dude, okay, can we... Not to run back some Patreon content or anything <laughs> like that. None of us rode for air sips that hard. We just thought it was kind of a, a gnarly was, way of describing dude, what it was. Dude, it's just the air. It sounds tight. I think it's kind of funny, but yeah, I'm not like. People not. acted like th- the comments made it sound like we were like, oh, dude, it's called an air sip. Yeah, it wasn't a burger one-handed deal. I don't. I didn't think. I'm glad that I didn't have like a, a great name for it because I just don't like sharing drinks with people. I didn't. I didn't have a name. Yeah, for I agree it. with that. Just, actually, it's just yeah, non a non-contact sip. That's Even all it when is. Sally's like, can I have a sip of something? I'm like. What if you just got your own? Like, gross. It's sick. Uh, do you see? I see uh, the NASA chief. Oh, tell NASA's me more. Chiefing now. Tell me more about this. <laughs> uh, the made, NASA bro. chief is quote all in for Tom Cruise to film on the space station. It would make sense as Tom Cruise is very likely a CIA asset. I, I have no. I have no evidence to prove that. I don't, I don't hate the theory. Uh, this is from the AP. It says uh, NASA is rolling out the International Space Station's red carpet for Tom Cruise to make a movie in orbit. The space agency's administrator, Jim Bridenstine, said before Wednesday's planned launch of two NASA astronauts aboard SpaceX rocket that Elon Musk company is already getting customers eager to blast off, that Cruise is one of them. He says he'll be leaving it to Cruise and SpaceX to provide mission details. This is tight. Uh, you know, okay, yeah. I mean, like, is it necessary? 
No. I mean, Interstellar was pretty good, and, and they didn't do that. Okay, I don't know anything. In space. I don't know anything about SpaceX. I know. I the know, extreme space. I know, our, I know Elon is, uh, you know, a major player here. So, are like, but Elon Musk is also like a little unhinged. Yeah. So like, why no. why are we prioritizing Tom Cruise going to space before like I don't know just doing shit in space that we like might just want to do? We sent some dudes up there yesterday. Yeah. So I'm I'm still naturally I have not been that into the space stuff because my timeline's been filled with uh, you know racial injustice. So it's it's been kind of on yeah, the back burner. Yeah. But I, I'm not familiar with what we're doing in space right now. I don't know the purpose. Yeah. I don't know the purpose behind the mission. But this was the first ever collab between a government. Agency, or not agency, but NASA, government entity, I guess I should say, and a private one, which is SpaceX, which is kind of cool. They work together. <laughs> Jim Bridenstine, or whatever his name was. I don't know if it was Jim. Yeah, Jim Bridenstine also said that he uh, – how did I just lose this quote? It's, uh, he said, the question is, can Tom Cruise make a new movie that inspires the next, next generation's Elon Musk? And if he can do that – then we're all for it. NASA's all in. Man, I hope it doesn't take a Tom Cruise movie to do. Yeah, that. I really. Yeah, it would be great if the the world wasn't inspired by Tom Cruise movies. But Wait, that's I mean, just me. But how many fighter how many fighter pilots out there saw Top Gun when they were a little kid and were like, "That's that's what I want to do now." Yeah, I mean, I at least thought about it for like an hour when I was like twelve. Yeah, it never <laughs> panned out for you. Yeah, I didn't have the eyesight. Parks wants to drive a tank in the army. That makes sense. I don't think he knows what all goes into uh, joining the army and all that. Yeah, but I'm all for it if you can get there. Yeah, you know, dream big. I mean, driving a tank does sound tight, but I feel like it wouldn't. I wouldn't have the speed that I want. I I told him. Uh, I said, "What about a fighter jet, man?" He goes, "It's too dangerous." I used to want to drive the. Okay, no, the, he's, he's right. Okay, it's it's a lot more safe inside of a tank than maybe in a fighter jet. <laughs> yeah, is it? It's I, like I you're sitting I duck in the tank. I don't know. I don't. I guess know. it depends on your where you know your I, warfare. I, I, like when it comes to the military, I don't know our capabilities at all. I would like to see how much a tank can endure, because I've never really thought about that. Most before. of that of what a tank can endure is my knowledge of it, at least, is based upon uh, Band of Brothers, Saving Private Ryan, and uh, Call of Duty. Sticky bombs, man. Sticky bombs. It took them down. I used to want to drive the No Limit tank. Oh shit! Oh, do they have one? Yeah, you're a No Limit soldier. Uh, yeah, that was my th- like late '90s. That's all the only tank I wanted to hop in. Yeah, yeah. Mike P was in there. He was the colonel. Shit. Master P was? Yeah, he was the colonel of the motherfucking tank. How many NBA games did he play in? Okay, this came up recently. I don't know. I feel like it was like, you know, Tony Romo, when he retired, he suited up with the Mavs and did the layup line. He didn't actually play. Was it one of those deals? Or did he play like actual minor league basketball? Well, his name's Percy Robert Miller. Yes. And it says he was signed to two separate NBA contracts in the late 1990s, playing for both the Charlotte Hornets and the Toronto Raptors during the 1998 and 1999 preseason, respectively. He also owns his own basketball league, which I did not know, called the Global Mixed Gender Basketball, GMGB. I did a couple years there. I, did, I also did not know that he went by the Ice Cream Man. Yeah. I didn't listen to a lot of Master P back in the day. No limit was big for us. That was that was big. Uh, this is when I was still playing football and basketball. That was like big locker room. I bought a a, a couple or at least one Master P CD when I was a kid. 
For sure. Get ODs iconic. Um, yeah, I averaged 11 and 6 in the GBD or whatever. Apparently, He's the ice cream man. Apparently he got eight points in one game. That's sick. It's eight more than I ever had in the pros. I just had a cup of coffee. Preach, man. <laughs> Did you? Throw it to the post, mate. <laughs> Is that what is that what they the coach says? That was Jerry Sloan in, telling, in Aust- yelling at John Stockton. Australian basketball. Go to the post, mate. He did drop seventeen in the two thousand eight McDonald's NBA All Star game. Did he ever game. do Jock Jam? He had to jock? Have done dude. That's right jock. up his alley. Plus, dude, he, he was he was hot. He during, was probably like the best. He had to have. He had to have. I feel like we need to do a rewatch of the, these or something. Remember the the hoop that they had that was like fifty feet in the air and people were just chucking it up dude, there. That was so much fun, dude. Timberlake was just feeding him out there, just hitting hitting tray bombs. Oh, I I also love the baseball one. I I think the baseball one was like just as entertaining as the basketball yeah. Oh, it was one. awesome. They got some legit big names to do those too because they were so much fun. Yeah, I'm oh the biggest names, the biggest names. I don't know how they haven't brought that back. Like I want to see Dan Cortez facing off against Justin Bieber. Dude, Dan Cortez, but he's on rollerblades. <laughs> Why was the person getting arrested on rollerblades? <laughs> you know, it was in Austin. <laughs> yeah, what what happened here? I don't know, man. I, she probably hit like a Royale on the wrong rail. <laughs> Uh, something tells me that she wasn't like uh, aggressive skating. Was she, she was, on quads? No, she was on uh, inline skates, man. She was. She looked like a savage. I hope to never get arrested, but if I do get arrested, I hope that they're rolling me away with rollerblades. Yeah, on. Dude, oh, that's yeah. ideal. That's I, the chillest way to get. I arrested. had so many thoughts when I saw that. Like, did they, did they take them off before they put her in the car? Like, was she sitting in the back of the car, cuffed with blades on? Dude, look at this. Like, I'm. I, I just searched rock and jock basketball, and like one of the first photos that pops up is. Justin or Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Flea just like in the post together, like trying to get room. Oh, dude, <laughs> that was an intense mashup. You would not yeah. want to catch right a there. catch an elbow from Flea down on the post. I'll tell you this: JTT was not slapping the rock as hard as possible when he pulled down a rebound. Uh, he's soft, man. Yeah. I mean, why was Dan Cortez just in every single one of these? Dude, he was like he was the MTV guy. He was the guy. Yeah. Dude, what's he doing now? I think he had a cameo. In, not a cameo, but he was in um, a couple of Seinfeld episodes. It wouldn't take that much swaying for me to just blindly give Dan Cortez a podcast for the Wash Media Network. Dan Cortez. I'm going to Google this guy. People, a- people also ask, what happened to Dan Cortez? Is Dan Cortez dead? I hope okay. that, I hope that like, I mean, I know that we might not be doing this forever, guys. Like, I hope that we don't get to the point where, like, people are just Googling, is Will DeFreeze dead? He's 52 now. Apparently, he's, still still alive. He was alive. Tony on on, on uh, Seinfeld. I guarantee yeah. you that he was. Yeah. Hot. He's still hot. He, he is a very handsome yeah, older man. man. He Absolutely. looks like he's he's kind of got a Keith Urban vibe to him or something. Like he's had some work done. The hair is probably not real, but it's fine. He he's a he's a, is it? Well, he's 52. Yeah, he's he's a nine or ten for 52 years old. Holy shit! Yeah, he's up there with like Rob Lowe. I don't know how recent this is, but yeah, he, oh, he's shit. doing all right. Yeah, the, my theory was right. Dan Cortez is an absolute snack to this day. Yeah. Shouts to Dan. Yep, I think he's. If I, if my eyes aren't mistaking me, I think he's been with the same, same lady for a really long time. Good for him. Dude, maybe Cortez is just like a really stand-up guy. And we just don't know it. Or there's some stuff out there, and there's a reason that he's going away. But this is the Dan Cortez I remember right here. We're just looking at pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, doesn't make for good. No, no. But the, the, the Dan Cortez we all know is, yeah, backwards, fitted cap. 
Long hair. Hair just flowing. Smile like you've never seen that before. <laughs> you can get lost in that dude's smile. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, so, yeah, that's. I, I don't think we talked more than two seconds on Tom Cruise filming in space. What Did we know what they're filming in space? Like what the, the premise of this is? Are they doing, They're not doing like a Mission Impossible in space, right? That's along those lines. I thought I'm that sure. was it. I don't know. Is I he could, that all in? Like, does he have a part ownership of the Mission Impossible movies? I bet. Yeah, he's probably getting some points. On. Is he an executive producer movie. or anything? The most recent one was real good. Didn't see it still. Maybe real I'll check good. it out. Maybe I'll check it out. We're thinking about getting a new TV in our bedroom, so maybe that's the oh, first wow. thing I toss on there. Wow. Yeah, our current TV does this really awesome thing, like numerous times an hour, where it just switches to a different input without like telling you. Oh, that's you. cool. Yeah, it's really nice. I want to get one of those. Yeah, it's good. Very sick. Very cool. Any TV recommendations anyone has out there, just holler at your boy because uh, we talked about this the other day. I don't understand why TVs are like just plummeting in price, and it makes me just think that every single one of them is shitty. Yeah. Because I remember back in the day, if you wanted a 35-inch flat-screen TV, you had to pay like 500 bucks. Now it's like, all right, give me $100, and I'll get you Anytime that. Anytime a new technology is released, like the older ones, maybe it just go way down like oled is the jam now they're they're still really expensive really expensive i didn't even know it's pronounced oled what yeah. is oled oled what does oh. that mean i don't know what the o i forgot what the o stands for but that's that's top of the line and, and like a 65 inch oled is like a couple grand really yeah so so your boy shouldn't be i shouldn't be shopping in the oled 1500 1500 that's that's still, it's still a lot that's I, still higher than what i wanted dylan I try I to I try to stay under four digits with TV. Yeah, yeah I, I've never bought a TV. I, I don't that, think I've ever bought a TV more than like three hundred fifty dollars. Even though the TV is probably your centerpiece, uh, it's just like it's so hard to justify like dropping twelve hundred bucks or whatever when there there's one that looks a lot like it for six or four. Yeah, I yep. was in I was in Best Buy before I got my my latest TV, and the guy was going over like all the differences and everything. He said this one has like the color just pops on this one, explaining why it was more expensive. I said, I'm kind of colorblind. He goes, oh, you don't want this TV then. Come get this one. It's basically the same for you, but it's $600 less. Thanks, sir. Wow. It was, it was funny. Dude, shouts to him. Yeah, he's just honest with me. He's, he's, he's gotten that. Finally pays off for you. He's gotten that question before, clearly. Um, yeah, no, do they give you the, do you do any gaming? Do you do a lot of gaming, watching a lot of movies on this? What, <laughs> yeah, like, do what you are watch you gonna, sports? Like, you watch a lot of sports, yeah. Of course this I'm, is the one. Come on, man. Because like, if you're watching. The like, fast movement of the sports, like you need the, a, a fast uh Processor. You'll notice it with the golf ball as it's flying across the screen. You'll see a little <laughs> bit of a streak. Like it's it's very subtle, but it's noticeable. So that you'll want this one. It's the uh, 12K. Just tell us, Dave. Did you work at a Best Buy? No. Okay. I uh, I could see you parlaying your sandwich artist time with uh, being like the TV guy at Best Buy. Wait, did I? No, I didn't. No. The Subway and UPS are my. If you had to work at any any store in the mall, what would you work for? Sharper image. Yeah. Sit in the massage chair all day. Yeah, and just like, just be on the cutting edge of technology all day. I feel like the Brookstone and Sharper image guys definitely think that they're like better than every other they person do. at the mall. They do. They're like, they're I, selling people the future. Yeah. It's like, it's like they, they have, they've seen what's next. They they're, know. They're the Elon Musk of, of mall employees. That's where Elon got his start. Really? That's really cool. It's not talked about. No, it's literally not talked about. I know where Dylan would work. Don't want to work at Lids. I was going to say, you're, you put out Lids vibes. <laughs> no way, dude. I hate that place. 
it's kind of stressful how many hats are on it's the wall. Too many flat, hats. flat bill central. Too many hats, and, and they were always just a little bit out of my price range. It was always super busy in lids, too. And I was like, how many of these hats have been tried on by other people right now? I want to buy mine online yeah. so I can make sure that I get, like, a crispy boy. Yeah. That was a weird thing, too, trying on a hat. And I'm like, are you guys, what are you guys doing? Are you guys disinfecting these, like, bowling shoes? How does that work? Because I have to try on a hat. I'm very particular about the fit on the hat. Yeah, you have to. This is this brings up a good good hypothetical. Like, where would you? What's what's the number one store to work at in the mall? It's not Nordstrom because everyone 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 returns Nordstrom stuff, and I feel like like I would just convince people to buy stuff, and then my paycheck would get docked like the week later. Because and I think they it. worked them pretty hard. They also like Nordstrom will take back anything. anything. Yeah, oh yeah, no anything. questions asked. And like the, I don't time. want I don't want to deal with that. How is Dippin' Dots not just sold in Sharper Image? Why is Dippin' Dots so amazing? I used it's to from fuck the heavy with the Orange, the orange Julius image. place was like my jam back in the day. Yeah, OLEDs are expensive. Are you just you just checking it out? For I'm me? on Amazon. They, they started around like eighteen hundred for. A, are you kidding? For a sixty five. Man, I said, that's like a that's like low. I end. take back what I said about TV prices just seeming really low for like what they used to be. But I I don't I don't own an OLED. They're just they're too much. So, I've inherited both TVs in our apartment right now, so I've spent a total of zero dollars on TVs. I don't think I've bought one since – I have not bought one since before 2010. In 2010-ish, I got a uh, a 54-inch Panasonic Plasma for 1200 bucks. How much is that now, like four? Plasmas are – that's old technology. They don't even really do it <laughs> Yeah, <anymore>. dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. What if I wanted one with, like, magma? Oh, yeah, you can do magma. It's the Sony Lasers. Magma. The Sony Magma is like eight grand. Laser beams. <laughs> the mag. The Magma Vox. Twelve K. Crazy resolution. Well, it wouldn't shock me if you said that you did a couple months or a summer at Hot Topic. <laughs> no, I mean, I, Hot Topic always gave me anxiety because even though I, I probably would have worn some of the stuff in there, like I felt like a majority of their stuff at the time when I would have been shopping there was like Slipknot and Marilyn Manson T-shirts and things like that. Mm. And to be honest, if I'm if I'm being honest, Slipknot and Marilyn Manson always scared me. They always made me feel very uncomfortable. And so I, I always kind of steered away from from anything that dealt with them. Dave's a kiosk guy. Just yeah, I'm, I'm just sure. harassing people to sell cricket wireless. I'm the one who like walks up to you with my like the the mini helicopter I'm flying. <laughs> just bu- like buzzing the tower on people's heads. Or like what's the thing like you pull the string and it just like the circle just shoots <laughs> and out. Yeah, and you slowly rip, comes down. that thing out. And, and like I'm like <laughs> walking in the path. And you're so good at it. You, it just falls right in your lap, man. No, I'm the dude. I'm the dude like with the with the clipboard. Like, you might not coming back taking a survey. Oh. <laughs> We did oh, that, dude. Once. I'm not doing your fucking survey. We did, when we were kids, we did that. And we got creeped out. And we got the fuck out. I could see J Bone being like the guy when you walk into like a, a Brookstone. Like he's really good at doing one of the games in there. Like so, sus- like suspiciously good. It's like how how long have you worked here for? So? Yeah. <laughs> like you've been here for about ten years, just doing this game every single day. Um, no, dude, I would not have mind. I minded working at like Fast Forward. Fast Forward was like, did you have that? No. It was like more. It was like Gadzooks or Hot Topic, but more like more skater friendly. Spencer's, yeah, and or dude, PacSun. PacSun might be the move. PacSun might be the move because like I feel like that was like a hot clientele. If you would have told me as a twelve year old that I could work at Nike Town for the rest of my life, I would have a hundred percent done it. Footlocker. The second we walked into Nike Town in Chicago on vacation, it was like all bets were off. I was like, get me there. I've never seen a Nike Town before. (laughs) Dude, it's heaven. Dude, one sounds of the, like it. One of the most uncomfortable things I've seen in a mall, outside of Abercrombie, they like hired some some 
kid who couldn't have been more than 17 to just stand shirtless and he was ripped mm-hmm. up like just stand <laughs> out there not okay and like there would be like moms with like 12 year old girls walking by like oh my gosh and like taking pictures of the guy i'm like dude this is creepy it's weird dude wow. weird like this dude is like there's 16. probably like old like scummy dads that are like well, why can't they do that if victoria's secret you know what i'm saying <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a girl out of here. We were going oh, so we were going through old photos on a Zoom the other day, like with my family. We were just kind of screen sharing and going through some old photos. And there was one of me, and it had I was wearing an Abercrombie shirt, and it was a shirt that I wore four days out of the five days of the week at school because I was just obsessed with it. And it was an extra small muscle fit, and that's the only way. It was still baggy on me, but I was like, dude, I'm the only eighth grader wearing Abercrombie because like no one else can fit in oh, this shit. Oh my god, I felt like such a G. Abercrombie for me. Uh, you know who got me into it was Clay, and it was when and, and this will make sense. Dude, you weren't shit if you didn't have Abercrombie. Well, this is before they like pivoted because it was then it was like almost like Orvis. It was like an outdoor brand, like yeah. LL Bean type, and it was like oh Abercrombie. Okay, cool. This is like this is like uh, I don't know. It put off like uh, Northern Fall vibes. Or yeah, something. yeah. That's what it used to be. Just a straight Clay, up outdoors like fishing hunting company. Yeah, fi- like Clay. Clay was Clay got us into it, and like we had like the hats, and we would like you know curl oh. and then they started like really going all in on like the novelty yeah on like and then like they started sending out catalogs with like naked chicks in them and stuff they did um God, there was very little swag in I, uh, 1999 i had some cargo pants from there not proud of it but i had them man they had the they had the the cargo shorts that hit six inches below the knee mm-hmm. i always hated They're the cargo sick. shorts that had the strings that were at the bottom that yeah hang- that I was abercrombie the fray hated them the fake fray no no they were just like the the, stri- the, stri- the straps that yeah they looked down. like military grade like straps that would that yeah. like tighten oh, those, yeah. just like why, yeah. why would i need these straps <laughs> like if you were uh, I'm not wading through like a, a river right now trying to like i'm not forging anything in like 1999 if you didn't have an abercrombie hat that you cut into a visor I cut the top off and wore it no. around during the summer. Like you were a little bitch. Yeah, there's no way I'd ever, I ever, I, I ever did that. You could keep so much shit in those cargo shorts. Or had a fish hook in the bill. Oh, uh, that was, I hated that. Oh, that's. Dude. I made fun of you if you it did let that. people know. I, I had a hook and a frayed, a frayed bill. That was like, the you, original. You, you rub the the end of the bill on the sidewalk to get it to fray. Yeah. Trash. No, you got to buy it frayed. I think you just do it yourself. Oh, I remember just taking a, like a Coke can and just wrapping my hat, my hat around the Coke can and then putting rubber bands around it so that it would have like the most aggressive oh. like flex of all time. And it was what a terrible look. I still don't know what's cool on regular hat bills. Yeah, like, I don't know either. I've, I've posted some photos with hats and people are like, don't be afraid to curl that bill, bud. And I'm like, if you curl it too much, you look like you're a high school baseball guy yeah. or something, which is weird because like now like college baseball guy – or at least a while ago, was like flat bill, like aggressive flat bill. Oh yeah. So it's just like I don't know what the it's all over the map with the with the bill curling. Yeah, I don't know what to do either. Overly Maybe. curled is a bad look. Correct. And you don't Correct. want a, you don't want a visible crease either. No. No. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to do. What about the bottle caps around the bill of the hat? You never did. That? No, that's the worst. That was so bad. Dude, that sounds pretty chill. I might do that. A collegiate, like one of those white collegiate hats. You know, those were very popular. I still like those hats. I do too. They're classic. I don't know why we don't see more of those around. I just remember walking into Abercrombie and just sneezing because it just smelled like <laughs> like bad cologne. I mean, after I had that one shirt that fit me because it was muscle fit and extra small, I would just go to every single T-shirt in the store and try to find, like, all right, muscle fit. Nope, they don't have this. Those collegiate hats, the most popular one was South Carolina because it just said cocks across it. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that one? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I had a good Michigan one. The Gamecocks, one. David. Yeah. I had a really good Michigan one, and a, and a uh, nice-looking young lady stole it from me at a tailgate, and I never saw it oh. again. Nice, dude. Seems I was like, sick. oh, dude, she wants my hat. I'm in with her. And then all of a sudden, I was just at the game. She just like, wanted sunburned. That's That was the ultimate flirt move. If a girl stole your hat, she wanted it. That's what I, I thought it was over. Yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, it's over. What was the other? The, I always liked the state hat. I think it was NC State. It just it's said just state. state. Yeah. It was tight. That was cool. Dude, if it was NC State, get me one that says Wolfpack on it. Wolfpack's oh, tight. Oh, shit. Yeah, co- the Cox hat was like, you knew that <laughs> like, that guy okay. was, you knew if you went into a cool, movie dude. theater, if you went to see like a movie on a Friday night and there's like a row of kids and one of them has the Cox hat on, they're going to be fucking the movie up for you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, you're going to be asking, you're going to be finding someone <laughs> to ask him to, 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 to ask him to quiet down a He's little bit. He's a troublemaker. Like these kids are going to be like shooting spitballs on the screen, making like fart noises, <laughs> doing the, doing the old bottle trick where they just roll a glass bottle and it just slowly and loudly rolls down the. <laughs> That's a classic. I was in a theater one time where these two kids were on the front row intentionally being disruptive, like talking really loudly. Probably me. And someone from like 10 or 15 rows back threw a shoe shoe at them. Yes, (laughs) And it hit the little girl on the head and they ran out. It was... Oh, I, I think they got it. I, did, I said yes before I knew uh, someone was actually struck with his shoe. Well, they, they were you asking go, for it. It yeah. was funny. She was okay. They, they got an applause from that one. Anyway. What that, movie was it? I don't remember. This is 15, 20 We got years accused ago. of um, pulling a fire alarm once, and we did. We, de- we never did that. And, like, the manager, like, people pointed to us because, like, we were, like, before the movie kind of being, you know. Did you have a cox hat in the squad? Is that why? Uh, I mean, the well, I could name the dude, Chris, Chris B. I'll leave it at that. He was definitely rocking one. Chris Berman? No, it was not Berman. Oh. He was significantly older. Okay. That'd be weird if he was with <laughs> us. Yeah, if your squad included Chris Berman, that'd be weird. <laughs> We'd be like, dude, Chris, where do you want to, where do you want to sit? Back, back, back. <laughs> in the, in the back. <laughs> We're sitting way back. <laughs> back, 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 back. He's just so stupid. You're like, you're like watching like a what are we doing? A a sports movie? Like he's just like whoop. He's just like. (laughs) (laughs) What if we just now found out that that Dave Squad included Chris Burns? You're watching Friday Night Lights like when it came out in theaters, and he's just like tossing out commentary mid movie. That'd be so annoying. Jeez. It's like, dude, lay, yeah, lay off the fucking cherry coke, Chris. What are you even doing? Should we get out of here? Let's yeah, let's just end this on a high note. How did this yeah. go? How long was this? Too, too long. No, not too. Somebody long. on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not going to at this guy, but he came at us saying that he's unsubscribing if uh, uh, El Negro is not memorialized on the pod uh, today. And do bro, we have like, a surprise for you, dude? Sir. Yeah, man. Hey, surprise, we did it earlier. So yeah, if you're hearing this, you probably already heard it. Yeah, dog. Did he Silly Did ass. he recently die? Is this why he's come to life? 2017. More? Okay. No, I think it's just like because of all the protesting. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because I wasn't yeah. sure if this was like something like new. No, I this is a story that I wish would have been uh I wish we would have known about back then. Uh, it's entirely possible that we just covered it on touching base and we didn't realize it. Also, by the way, we were almost on like extreme circling back story watch last night. With the Oakland Zoo, with the tiger apparently yes. being unaccounted for, and law and like then they just recounted like, oh, actually he's still here. Yeah, he's here. We count. We missed him. Yeah. They count. Just kind of error on our part. I feel like you you gotta you know cover all bases before you put an alert like that out in the public. As much as I'd love, yeah. <laughs> as much as I'd love, <laughs> well, like to our like, phones get like an amber alert from like the Austin Zoo, and it's like four lions have escaped the zoo. Yeah, we're all sitting uh, at Pine what? House, and we're just like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> it would be. As much as it would be a, a fun story, like it would end poorly for the tiger. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They, w- they wouldn't, like, just go, like, sedate the tiger. Come on. Come back in your cage. Yeah, if you're a tiger and you live in Texas, you don't want to escape. Dude, what if they went back down to Mexico and got those two uh, vaqueros <laughs> to come up and lasso the tiger? That'd be, t- that'd be tight. Oh, man. We, did we talk about that? I don't think we did. Why did, Why were those dudes – one guy had a, a folding chair that you would, like, hit somebody over the back and a lasso with in a wrestling match. A couple guys <laughs> in cowboy had a lasso, And he lassoed the damn thing. Oh, Lassos are it's I mean it's pretty impressive what people can do. You saw they they won the uh, junior Goodwill Games with it in D two. That's true. Just had one on the bench. Weirdly, I would love to know how actual refs would have handled that. Yeah, I feel like you're kicked out forever if you um, leave the bench and um, have a lasso and you lasso an opposing player to avoid a a body check that was about to er, happen and it was like a twenty five second. Like, build up to said body check. We'll never know. We'll never know. Should we get out of here? Bye. Bye.